0: The Morning Huddle with David Hurlbutt, weekday mornings at 8. 8.30 in the
1: morning. Tuesday, July 26. 303-831-1340. Call or text us whatever is on your mind. Okay, my next guest is no stranger to the show, and hopefully we can get her on more and more as we uh, inch closer and closer to football season and into football season. She is the woman who has more graphic T-shirts than your local Target. Bree Mastis, how you doing?
0: (laughs) I'm doing fantastic, David. How are you?
1: I too am well, my friend. Which T-shirt are you wearing right now?
0: I am wearing uh, the Norrisman shirt from DNVR. I'm still in hockey
1: mode, it seems. Okay. Hey, yeah. Continue to enjoy it. You know, championships are tough to come by. Continue to enjoy it. I mean, I'm still celebrating the Mets '86 World Series, so I, I don't blame you. Enjoy it, my friend. Um. <laughs> yeah, I know. My, I, I suffer. My my three favorite teams are the Cowboys, the Knicks, and the Mets. Uh, it's it's the cross I bear, Bree, so enjoy your championship. You've um, done that
0: by choice, David. <laughs> I have,
1: I have, and I'm too stubborn to switch. Give me the big picture. What What do you want to talk about? Um, any Any well, national football stories you want to talk about? Any, Kyler Murray's contract? Uh, anything big there before we start talking about the Broncos?
0: Exactly that, because I heard the lead-in prior to me coming on this show, and I know you were talking about my guy, Tom Brady and I do want to point out I don't think there's ever been a question about Tom Brady's ability to uh, study during the off season or maybe possibly prepare uh, film and I don't think he's ever had a clause put in his contract with Kyler Murray's new 230 million dollar contract with the Arizona Cardinals mandating four hours of weekly film study. I've got questions, and it just spurs more questions. So how do you even track this? How do you pay your franchise quarterback this amount with the concerns you have about his work ethic? Uh, I think they titled it an independent study addendum, and he won't get paid if he's distracted or his attention is elsewhere while the material is playing. Like, this sounds to me like this is a grad student, possibly in college, maybe taking an elective. This doesn't sound to me like franchise quarterback contract stuff. Maybe I'm out of the loop on that. I don't study a whole lot of contracts. But I didn't mm-hmm. have concerns about Tom Brady and his work ethic, and I now have a very flagrant concerns about Kyler Murray.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. I saw that, too, in the... Uh in the clip there or, or the clickbait uh, headline, I saw that as well. And, yeah, that is concerning, you know, to invest almost a quarter of a billion dollars. When you say it that way, Bree, how that's an, an incredible amount of money, a quarter of a billion dollars. I, I guess, you know, franchise quarterbacks hold all the cards. They're tough to come by. Uh, if I'm Kyler Murray, that's embarrassing that, that I'm not studying four hours a week. Bree, that is nothing. Four hours a week. You and I do that just to talk football. I mean, come on now. I mean, Peyton and Tom are doing four hours a day.
0: (laughs) Exactly. And I understand teams routinely choose clauses within contracts. I get that. But this one has a lot of um, warning flags and signals that, like, maybe that's not your franchise quarterback and you're grasping at straws. I don't know what the Cardinals are doing. It's unfortunate they're in that position. And maybe it's just to ensure that he completes the tasks. But I think you would do that uh, almost willingly.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you would think so. You know, you're out of college now. Uh, Look, I don't know who if he's dating or married or any kids. I don't think so. I mean, your one focus is football. You're, You're one of only 32 starting quarterbacks in the NFL, the best quarterbacks in the world and you can't do i mean what does that break down to that that's fewer fewer than an hour a day. Bree that's like 45 yeah. minutes a day of oh, a crime out loud. That's a great point. It's a great point. What else is on your mind Bree? It's kind of it's kind of an open book today
0: an open book i love it well today the rookies and the veterans are reporting to training camp and i think this has to be the most highly anticipated camp since peyton manning but then i'm going to venture to say the buzz might be even louder with russell wilson taking over center and i think that's exactly the shift that we've been talking about and we've needed after the final season under fangio and Shermer. the good spoiled a little bit and it was beginning to feel like talent and morale was being wasted and just it, it wasn't looking great, and so in a complete 180, you have what kind of feels like the happiness you only dream of as a Broncos fan, and, and not to rub it in your face as a Cowboys fan, but it's it's palpable, and the exuberant Nathaniel Hackett very well could be uh, taking the QB of the future in Russell Wilson, or at least the next decade, that energy um, is basically like a match, so you've taken over this organization, the fire is building, and we're ramping up for training camp, and that goes... uh to the public Wednesday through August 11th. And I think you're going to be wanting to look forward to a couple of positions. Some of them are obvious, some of them maybe not not so much. Um, Mm -hmm. I did want to kind of start with the receivers because what remains a hot topic through his entire career is receiver Jerry Judy. Um, He's been subject to a ton of off-season talk. Much of his time here with the Denver Broncos, and this time it's a little bit contentious because we've really yet to see him turn a corner, albeit he had a little bit of questionable QB play during his career. This time with Russell Wilson, he could absolutely dominate this training camp, and the key word there being could. So working with Wilson should allow Judy to showcase his abilities to separate, get open, explode after the catch. Um, the off season, it sounds like he's building chemistry and magic is happening with Russell Wilson. The proof, though, it has to show up on the field and how does that translate. I'd also like to say Sutton, Patrick, Judy, and Cam uh, Hamler all stand to shine during training camp this season. It's kind of the dawn of a new era, and they seem hungry to want their stuff.
1: Bree, if they're both, and we're talking with Bree Mastis, and uh, before she signs off, we'll get all her information where you can... Listen to her, follow her, etc. But Bree, if they're both a hundred and ten percent healthy and have a healthy Russell Wilson throwing to them, who has the higher ceiling, Jerry Judy or Cortland Sutton?
0: Oh man, the higher ceiling with Wilson throwing to them, I think I <sighs> Bronco's country is going to kill me, so actually do not come follow me. But I think it has to be <laughs> Sutton right now, only because I don't have the same whimsical outlook on Judy, and that's nothing to being in his character I just think it hasn't been there, and so in order for my chips to be pushed all in, I don't want to take that heavy risk right now, although the reward may be greater. I'm going to go with Cortland Sutton this season, standing out, just, just because he's had that uh, consistency, although they've both been plagued with injury, so I guess that's the caveat. If there's health there, then I'm going uh, I'm going Cortland Sutton, but Jerry Judy could be that much bigger payoff and reward that we've all been looking for in Broncos country.
1: All right. And look, he was a top, top pick. So the expectations are higher, a fantastic uh, you know, college career. So we'll see. We'll see. I would love for them to both uh, have a phenomenal year, and we could debate this all year long. Which oh, position- I think we
0: will
1: be. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Bree, which position group here on July 26th has you most concerned going into training camp?
0: Goodness. I think
1: – I've got good questions really- today, huh?
0: You do have really great questions. I don't want to take um, what seems to be a little of a cop-out answer in the um, offensive line, because I think that's kind of been what we've all uh, been around as far as what we're looking for out of those talents. I think a lot of the concern out of Broncos country is whether or not that center position um is going to be taken care of. And I think that obviously there's um a little bit of concern around Cushionberry and whether or not he's going to take that next step and provide that um barrier there for Russell Wilson. But I think there's less concern when you start to think about that line in Bowles, Reisner, Cushionberry, Glasgow, Turner, um, and then you've got a tremendous depth behind there as Calvin Anderson, Muti, Wattenberg, uh, Miners, and they're all interchangeable pieces. So I'm going to use this almost like a what's your weakness and turning it into a strength. Although there's question marks here with the line, I don't think they're as broad and concerning as they've been made out to be because the depth there with the talent and the interchangeability within the lines, I think you're going to see that you're able to um, switch those positions out and find the necessity in um, protecting Russell Wilson that you need from the talent that's on the roster. I am really excited and have a lot of faith that Calvin Anderson calvin anderson will step in in that that right tackle position um and i don't have a whole lot of concerns outside of how it's going to look and we won't be able to see how that plays out until well into preseason and into the regular season
1: brie i asked your partner in crime zach seegers this question yesterday so i'll uh pose it to you as well give me a player or two You're very curious about entering this training camp and you're going to keep an extra eye on maybe not the obvious ones like a Russell Wilson or like a Judy we said, but are there one or two players you're just like, yeah, let's keep an eye on this cat during training camp?
0: Absolutely. I think the number one on my list is paying close attention to Montreal Washington, who was the Broncos' 162nd pick of the draft. Not only has he been an absolute joy to listen to as he prepares for the rest of his NFL journey, but I'm planting my flag as him as the rookie to watch this season. He's got great burst and vision, and although I've got to say it's got to translate into the NFL level, there's an obvious fit here as a return specialist, and he's not just going to get handed it um, handed the returner duties in Deontay Spencer's departure, but he's been working this offseason to become more comfortable with the transition, and special teams coordinator Dwayne Steeves believes he's on the right track. He's improving his catch mechanics, and he's trusting his teammates to block for him. He's a great player that I cannot wait to watch just excel at the NFL level, and specifically with the Denver Broncos because he's made a fan out of me. The second one was probably going to reflect a little bit of what Zach Segers has taught me. Last year we were watching Caden Stearns entering his rookie season with the Denver Broncos. Now with his second season upon us, I expect to see increased playing time for Stearns, although the Broncos did bring back Kareem Jackson, and I believe that was absolutely the correct choice given his uh, veteran presence because even Stearns said he's been learning his craft from both Jackson and Justin Simmons. It's helping him master the details of playing the difficult position and he's learning under the league's best pair of saf- safeties. So like it feels like obvious choice that using that com- uh, that combination is just going to propel his talents forward. Um, I can't wait to see what year two Stearns brings because not only his passion and his skill set into camp, but he's also a tremendous uh, character and personality and his potential under Evero, especially in his use of three safeties, kind of washes away any concerns about Stearns playing, uh, playing time not being up to par. So one thing's for certain, super solid group in the secondary given whatever matchups get thrown in the Broncos' way this season.
1: All right, you guys have convinced me. I'm going to keep an eye on Caden Stearns. And, you know, what do we all say? What do we all know? The biggest leap in sort of adjustment or whatever improvement in the NFL is from year one to two. So uh, we will keep an eye on Mr. Stearns. Bree? Go out there, hit target, do whatever you gotta do. Go get yourself another graphic tee, maybe like a Mountain Dew or NASA. I see those all over town. Uh, go <laughs> have yourself, go have a great day. Thanks, Bree. Talk to you soon. Oh, where can we follow you? Tell the folks where can we follow you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Come find me on Twitter, BRI, BRI 322 um, I'll look out for that Mountain Dew shirt, although I think my t shirts are a little bit different than your normal graphic tees. I appreciate you, David. I hope you guys have a wonderful day.
1: You got it. Thanks, Bree. Eight forty three in the morning. In the morning. In the morning. Where am I from? Uh, the South in the morning. Come on back, folks. One more segment to go. My life sports. Level on the